0: Thank you, Lord, for the life in me. Thank you for Zoe in me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. By reason of this life, I can rule and reign. By reason of this life, I stand acceptable. By reason of this life, I walk in victory. Talk to God at this time. Let the fullness of this life be realized in our lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, chosen vessel. Please lift up your Bibles. Let's take our Bible affirmation together. Bring out your Bible. It's important. For some of us, you may not know the importance of what we're doing now. Why is it that we're always taking this affirmation? It's a program. Do you hear me? It's a program. Praise God. This is my Bible. It is God's inner and unchanging world. It is my most valuable earthly possession. A lamp unto my feet. And a light unto my path. I hide his words in my heart. That might, I might not sin against you. The Bible... Is God talking to me personally and therefore listen to it carefully and do it fully. And I internalize it in my life by doing these four things. Know it in my head by diligent study. store it in my heart by memorization and meditation. Show it in my life by doing its teachings. And sow it in my world by being a witness hereafter. I'll never be the same, never, 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 in the name of Jesus, for his honor and glory, both now and forevermore, amen. You may be seated, God bless you. Let me welcome somebody to your right and left and say you're welcome to church this morning. My name is this, my name is Richard, I'm a pastor. Oh, say it, say it. Introduce yourself. Uh, you'll be shocked, the businesses that have come out of this. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, we have in the house today a dearly beloved servant of God, a mentor in ministry, and a man that God has used in blessing me on so many fronts. It's not every day we have him. When we have him, let's milk as much as we can. Amen. Do you understand? Whatever I want to teach now, I can sit to you next week. No leave, no transfer, isn't it? Stand up with me, fathers. as let's receive the ministry of God's servant, Dr. Bola Akinjong. Amen. We'll keep clapping until he comes. Amen. <laughs> let's keep clapping until he comes. Glory be to God. You're welcome, sir.
1: You are blessed. Sorry for talking with me. It's my brother. I've not seen him this year. So I have to appreciate you. You are blessed. Good morning. You are welcome. Let's have our seats. And what can I share with you this morning? Okay, I'll start from the basics. Amen. I read Mark one thirty five Gospel of Saint Mark one Verse thirty five there. and in the morning rising up a great while before day he went out and departed into a solitary place and there did what? prayed I believe if your Christianity if your relationship If your life Is going to be blessed by God You must give importance To personal prayer And communion with the Lord I'm careful of the wordings of that statement And as a believer As a Christian That's where you start from And you must maintain it Throughout your life If you want to be a genuine, bona fide, continuous, blessed, edified believer. And even if you want to make that heaven, it's dependent on your prayer life. Jesus set the example for us. And there's no better example. Today we listen to a lot of preachers. A lot of come up, say so many things. There should be a thought running through your mind. Where do they get those things they are saying? Where do they get those insights? Those illumination, those inspiration. The ones that are godly know. There are many ungodly preachers. There are many preachers. Our life doesn't sink with what we believe and what we teach, what we preach. Most of the time, we we'll preach what we did not practice. And many of the time, we we'll practice what we did not preach. But to be a preacher that are true to yourself, true to God, true to the Word of God, true to the Holy Spirit, and you make heaven your home at last after this, this evil world, you must maintain a prayer life. Not only must you maintain, you must fight for your prayer life. Because everything will want to take your, call it any name, call it quiet time. Call it uh, prayer. Call it devotion. Call it any name. The nomenclature doesn't matter. But you must have a place. Like we read in our verse. He left the place he was sleeping with others. He went to a solitary place. And what did he do there? He wasn't checking his phone. He wasn't checking WhatsApp. He wasn't checking how to keep up with others. He prayed. Hello? Am I communicating? As a young Christian, as a young believer, that is the grace God gave to me. That's what I helped my spiritual life. The last 40-something years. I've not prayed every day, but I've largely maintained a prayer life. I've built a prayer life. And I was not in before. And I'm still nothing, you know, but I'm trying to become somebody. It is in my prayer life. All that God did for me, and what he's doing, and what he will do, both personally, both in my family, uh, for your information, I've not said this. I'm not a grandpa. So, yes sir I'm not a grandpa but if I didn't say you won't believe it you won't believe it I'm not a grandpa that is somebody that came to Lagos with two shirts and two knickers 1976 and all that God did for me is in the gospel it's through the gospel and I can testify before people of God I didn't steal I tried to walk honestly I tried to follow the way God said I should follow. And I didn't have anybody that said, take this two million. (laughs) It has been God's provision. And it is through my prayer life. Through his favor. Through his kindness. Nothing to boast of. I ascribe all the glory to him. But I try to be a sincere Christian. Any evil that has ever happened to you, it has happened to me. But God has made me overcome it. I don't want to go to detail. I want to focus on that issue. You must have a place to pray. Note that. To have a prayer life, you must have what? A place to pray. A place you dedicate to prayer. It can be in that your one small room. It may be in that your room and parlour. It may be in your flat. But there's a place that you have a market. That is the place I want to be praying. This is the place I want to be seeking God. And when you wake up, no matter how tired, no matter how sleepy you are, when you go to that place, mm -hmm, the spirit of prayer will come upon you. The consciousness will come. The remembrance will come. And the grace to open your mouth and speak, it will come upon you. You must dedicate a place to prayer. Number two, you must dedicate a time to pray. The Bible, in that verse we read, it said, he rose up. A great why before day. That means he woke up early. He chose the early hours, the morning hours, where he will not be disturbed, where there would be no obstruction, where there will be no hand nobody knows what he's doing, but he knows he is praying. He must choose that also. I once live in. Uh, I live with my brother, my senior brother. I think it's 70 this year now. But it was around 40 something by then. We live in a room. And that room is a story itself. When it is rainy season like this, you don't sleep on the floor. Not that water comes in, you know, it zoom from the ground. Don't laugh at me. It's part of my history. Water comes from the ground, and the best shoe by day. Ah, you don't wear this, no. And do you wear that, no. Rain boots. Rubber. Or from between, okay, from late April till around September. That's what you put on every day. Either you are going out or you are coming in. We don't leave our trousers this way. No, you must roll up. In those months, you must roll it up. That is the one we call, show me your cocoa set. Yes. That's where I sleep. I don't sleep on the floor. I sleep on the two-seater couch. I must fold myself there. But I must pray. I studied my brother. The first three hours he slept, he doesn't know where he is so that's what I utilize so I make sure I sleep by 9 p.m because I must wake up 12 midnight that's the day I don't go to VG. I don't do VG with brothers because in order to build my prayer life in the church they say okay they interview me they say bro you are born again now I said oh, thank God if I got born again before I came to that church but the way I got born again, there's no fellowship of brethren. You just come, listen to the word of God, and find your way. So I had to join a local church. It was not a true church by then. It was just a fellowship of brothers and sisters. So we don't pray among ourselves. So I came to a local church. So in that local church, I passed through an interview. They say, are you born again? I said, by God's grace. I told them the story. Uh-huh, they say you are born again. Now, this is a local church. We have various departments here. Which one will you join? Somebody said, oh, you are tall. You should be an usher. I said, I don't have grace for that. Then somebody said, come and join our choir. We are looking for someone that will sing bass for us. I said, my voice is not good. They mentioned all kinds of uh, work. I said, no. Finally, they said, okay, you are not joining our workforce. Which one will you join now? Ooh. I said, do you have prayer meeting? Do you have people who praise? They say, yes. We have some disobedient brothers. It's about three or four of them. They always meet three times in a the night. They don't listen to anybody. So that they are God. They say they are praying to. I said, we didn't create it, to, but that's what they dedicated themselves to. Ah, I said, I would love to join that. I would love to join that. When do they pray? They say every Wednesday, Structures Day. Then every, every Saturday. Stroke Sunday. They every Sunday stroke Monday. Ah! I said I would like to join. And that's the group I went to join. I said they should describe them, give them their name. They say no, go and find out. We don't like them in this church. But those are the people I went to join. Later I discovered why they didn't like them. Because those one prayed to the extent that God will reveal what will be happening in the church. And God will mention some troublesome people so they don't like to relate though I didn't do like that but eventually I joined them that's where I learned to pray and I was in that group for 9 years and all the construction, reconstruction the blessing of my life I got it in that prayer group all the gifts, all the graces, all the callings everything, I got it in that group because there are so many talented brothers, sincerely prayerful brothers there that God speaks to them and they can catch God face to face. Some of them are dead now, but they put a good legacy in our lives. And there I built my prayer life. Every other thing God is doing in my life, it started from that foundation. They were sincere. They were honest. What the, what the church commented about them is just a uh, misunderstanding because they will pray for the church and God will reveal things to them. They will go and tell it to the leaders and the pastors. And because it's from God, it will poke them. And they don't want to change. So that's where the that Signing comes from. I later learned. But it helped my life. What's the bottom line of my story? If you want to enjoy God, enjoy your Christian life, enjoy this Christian journey, please go and build a prayer life. Nobody comes from heaven without grace. You build it in your life. You, you decide to pray. And every poison that will poison your prayer life, that will poison your relationship with God, you run away from it. The Lord bless you. I said the Lord bless you. Number three, the Lord bless you. And may He bless you with a prayer life. May He bless you with a spirit of prayer. No matter how old you are No matter how young you are But you want to have a solution Learn to pray And prayer is a two way traffic Real prayer is not only you praying And praying to the Lord You also must pray to the extent You hear back from the Lord Because God is a prayer answering God When you pray on some issues God must speak to you and that comes out of determination number two it comes out of spending time in his presence most of the time we spend with our friend complaining, worrying and doing all those kind uh, things we spend it in the presence of God and sometimes there are questions in your heart you can ask your fellow and he will answer you in fact you can ask your pastor and he will answer you and that question is personal in your life or is in your family or it's in your generation or it's in your country the best person to ask go to God in prayer and if that's not your first time if you are consistent in that prayer when you ask God sometime before you ask him he will be explaining to you and God talks he talks a lot it's only that we don't have ears to hear or when he speaks to us we don't observe because when you are so when you so pray and you are so conversant with God sometimes, when you are walking alone, he'll just be speaking it's only you you have the ears to hear, that's one of the prayers you will pray, Lord no, when you are speaking give me ears to what to hear, he'll just be speaking inside that there is a voice inside you, that will just be explaining things, it can explain your generation, when you were born and the reason why you were born what he has sent you to do. And you know, you know inside you that something is speaking to you. Somebody is speaking to you. I'll be explaining. But most of the time, it's not what we want to hear. It's contrary to the answers we are looking for. But that's the correct answer. Hello. Let's go back to the scriptures. Because somebody is accusing me. He's just telling us a story. They analyze the scripture hello you will not get lost I didn't hear your prayer in the morning rising up a great while before day let me comment on that when you sleep in the night if you want to pray in the morning you must sleep early if you don't sleep early you can't wake up early now I don't have problem waking up. My problem now is I wake up too much. But when I was 35, when I was 40, when I was 45, I had problem waking up. I got born again when I was 18. I married when I was 26. Yes. I started giving back to children when I was uh, maybe 27, 28. So I have a problem waking up. I have to set a watch. But I have to pray. Lord, wake me up this time. And miraculously, God wakes me up that time. I have to redo those prayers now. I don't know if you heard that speaking in tongues. If you don't hear me, the Spirit will for you. So, if you want to maintain a prayer life, a quiet time, you must learn to sleep early at most according to research you need six seven hours rest in a night that means you could sleep by 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. okay nine you wake up around four then you can do your prayers maybe an hour or one and a half or 30 minutes you can do your prayers before you go to bedroom and take your bath and get ready for the day. Normally, I leave house. I must leave my house before 6 a.m. But now, I must leave home 6.30. Like this morning, I left home 6.25. And I have driven about one hour before I got here. No traffic. Home. I won't tell you where I'm living. It's the road to heaven. in this Lagos so I left home 625 because where I'm coming from is farther than where I was before all those time I come here last year and I was living close by but this time I'm living on the road to heaven I had to leave home 625 before I see traffic at all I think I've driven for about 30-40 minutes on a freeway so I had to wake up early Come here today. I prepared last night. If I have been preparing since last yesterday afternoon, I'm putting things in place that will give me free traffic. I don't want to come here and there's so much. Here. Please, I don't be offended and all those things. It's what you prepare for that you get. So, if you want to have a prayer life in the morning, you prepare last night. You don't watch television till 10 p.m. No. You are not outside. You are not walking. Neither are you eating till 8 p.m. You have to sleep early in order to maintain your prayer life. Of course, I have a phone. But those who call me and those who I call, they know that if you call me after 7 p.m., you are wasting your time. It's only on rare cases. I answer my call 8 p.m. Reverend Gamma, that's my lifestyle. And those who want to talk to me, they know if you want me to answer you in real life, not in the dream, call Mrs. PM. Uh-huh. But she lying, man. But when you are calling me 7, 730, 8, on no, no, to my man die know If I ever answer you at all because my money is important and I was preparing the night. I hear television my people watch television my wife would be shouting I can only come out hey, please look at this is your voice somebody is sleeping and they say we don't know you are uh, a chicken you leave me alone that's my life but I something I'm target because by the time I wake up, and doing my prayers they are snoring and I'm not angry against them it's each each person's time and this what we are pursuing in life of course they too pray but they pray at their own time what I hate is that for us to live in the same house and you arrive in the presence of God before me no it's impossible you must not see God before I see God first as the head of the home I must head in that area you are blessed the verse again Mark one thirty-five. he went out a great while before day rising up a great while before day he went out and departed into a solitary place and there he did what he rose up a great while before day some of us you're rising up You may need assistance For example If you rise up You may need to wash your face You may need to brush your teeth That will keep you alive Now that you are saying I'm doing quiet time I'm praying And you are dozing off That time God didn't hear you And number two is a Disrespect to the Lord He said Lord I want to pray 4.30 And he woke you But there are other things you should do. Maybe you go to the bedroom, wash your face, or brush your teeth, or even take your bath, so that you will not be dozing off in in prayer. You pay rapt attention. You will be conscious of what you are saying. There are people that curse themselves in prayer. Don't let me say that. They are praying you, but they are cursing themselves. No, please. It's a personal time of devotion what you say is being recorded and they are very important. So you must be in your full consciousness. So if it is washing of your face or brushing your hair or taking your bath or whatever that will keep you alive, that will help you to be alert, please do. There's no Lord that say you can't take your bath. Take your bath early in the morning. My only challenge is that whenever I take my bath I'm ready to go out. That's my own challenge. So I don't take bath, but I can wash my face. I can brush my teeth, so that that prayer, I'll be alive in prayer. It's not good you are praying and you are dozing off. Like we're in a prayer meeting. In a prayer meeting, a woman was. She came, and she has prayed very well. But around 2 a.m., she slept off. We didn't know she slept off. So we're telling some stories and giving some examples. And we say, In Jesus' name we pray. She said, 1,500. She said it two times. Ah, we have to stop. we have to ring the bell. What is 1,500? You are blessed. Let's make sure we do things that will keep us alive. Prayer time or family, I mean, quiet time. It's not the time you take liberty to do so. It's better to pray for 10 minutes while you are alive, while you are eager, and God will listen to you. Now, for you to say, I spent one hour in prayer, and 15 minutes, you do so. We were in one prayer meeting, and one young man was brought the way you know Tyson, that boxer, the way and um, people bab their head, the lead the head, the ear do is good for load carrying. So when he came, I said, This is your hair do. You can carry load. Though. He says, No, I'm not carrying load tonight. I said you better join the prayer. And truly he carry load. Because while we were praying, why this one was say I, I threw it off. I reject it. I that luggage I reject it. Jesus take it. He was dozing. It's better not to do in prayer. It's better to keep yourself alive. If it is by walking about or walking in prayer, it is by kneeling down or by bending or by doing exercise. Do something. I'll keep you alive and be conscious of what you are saying. Hello. May the Lord bless you. It went to a solitary place. Find a place to pray. And if you are going to join a prayer meeting or somebody will pray with you, let it be somebody that is alive like you. And maybe you are calling the prayer points or prayer points is being called. Please make sure you do the prayer point very well. But most of the time to build your prayer life go to a solitary place where you are alone before God and you can pray sincerely not by shouting but by speaking and you should train yourself to the level that you can shout if the if chance permits and you can talk openly as if you, are, you face somebody you are conversing with and sometimes you can pray under your breath may the Lord help you your strength lies in your prayer life. Your what? Your strength. Your blessings. Your breakthrough lies in your prayer life. Therefore, my brother, my sister, go and build a prayer life. Everything that would divide you from praying. That will bring guilty condemnation, or condemnation to your heart. Please do away with them, and learn to obey the Lord. Whatever I say, you should do. Please do. As you read the Bible, like our confession this morning, as you read, God will be pointing out, will be austerity some things. Note them. Ask for grace to obey them. I've read my Bible this morning. I've read my Bible. I'm woken up i've read my bible i've read a portion of the bible i read the bible through in a year i have a software like that that help me and i charge it so every morning i have bible i'm reading and i follow in my heart if you ask me what i read this morning i can tell it to you but you have to pay before i tell you and you have to tell me your own also but it edifies me read your bible and during the day, recall back what you read. Let him manifest in your behavior, in your conduct, in your character. If it's a warning, heed the warning. If it's a promise, claim the promise. If it's a disobedience, an example, avoid it. Ask for the help and the grace of the Lord to help you. Many people pray, but many people don't receive answers to their prayers. But I wish you desire to pray the prayers that God will answer. Amen. That means you you go away from things that offend God. I can tell you things I received in prayer, especially in my early morning prayers. My wife that I married, that she has become a grandmother today in my house. We marry ourselves as a brother and a sister in the church. How did I marry her? It was in my early morning prayers. People were giving me tests. Uh, me. Uh, even my pastor called me by then. The pastor is still alive. He said, Brother Francis, uh, there was, there's a sister in the church. There were three, four brothers. I've gone to her. And if you're a sister, listen to me. It will happen because it's a church. And if you're a brother, listen to me. It will happen to you if you are not married yet. Even those who have married, they made a lot of nonsense, mistake, because they don't pray. He was telling me this. We were coming back from Bible school on a Saturday. At that train point, at Ushudi, we were crossing. We want to go and enter a bus that will take us to Select Jesha. So he just said, Brother Francis. I said, sir, what is it? He said, there's a sister in the church. He didn't tell me the name. Neither did he give the instruction. No, I don't speak to the sisters. But I know them. He said, there's a sister. About three, four brothers have gone to her. That she's the person they should marry. She said no to all of them, to four of them. I said, What audacious sister. Said then I called her. Why are you saying no to this brethren? He said, I'm sorry, sir. It's because the person God spoke to me is not among them. God, has spoken speaking to you. He said, yes, sir. Because I prayed. And he spoke to me. He even mentioned the person's name. And who is the person? She said, it's me. I said, me? I told you, the pastor. Amy. One sister. She mentioned your name. He even described you. Ha! Money, me? Pastor said, yes. La Francis, go and pray. I said, yes, sir. I didn't pray. We go to that Bible school every Saturday. Up to the following Saturday, we go to Oshodi again. I asked Pastor. I said, Pastor, that sister you call, recall, the one we talk about, Mary, he said, yes, yes, yes. He said, have you prayed? I said, no. I've not received anything, no. You see, she insisting that it's me. And the man, he All the other brethren, she said, no, that it's you. I say, ah, me I have not prayed and I didn't see her. I say, but can you describe for me? Let me, let me, let me have a view of her. And the pastor described. I say, hey, that sister that comes to church backing the baby of her sister, senior sister. when it, The minister will say in Jesus name we pray. She's at the door. Ah when, he her, ah, when I saw her at a bus stop the other day in the market she was kneeling down greeting me. I didn't know she, I thought she respected me, but that's not respect. It's what is in her mind. That's her name, you see. Go and pray. She's waiting for you. You know, the prayer I did that day, that Saturday, I didn't pray. Sunday, I didn't pray. But it was on Monday morning. After I woken up and I want to be going to the office, I was doing my quiet time. I remember. I just pray casually. I said, Lord, you remember, pastor is talking to me. That one sister, he's uh, talking that I will marry her, that uh, the Lord show it to her. Please tell me, is it true or she's lying? You know, I've been praying all these years that you should give me a wife, uh-huh. and you didn't speak directly to me. And that sister is now talking. They say she's waiting for an answer. And the way they describe her, I don't like her, but if it's your will, tell me. If not, you know, I just heard a voice inside me. That's your wife. I said, my wife. Yes, sir. I say, that's your wife. And if you don't marry her, you won't marry any other person. That's the one I ascribe for you. Wow. You know, I have confidence by that. So the next day, pastor said, have you prayed? I said, yes, sir. I said, let me see her. But within me, I didn't like her. Because Okuru, because the one I've been shadowing in church, Oga, within my heart knew Mean resource it out so we are married now for about 33 years stand up on your feet when you pray sincerely you don't have to be the slave of prophets they don't have to be directing your life anyhow you will hear directly from the lord because in your prayer life you will learn how to hear god god speaks God talk to his soul. Though in different ways. You have to learn that as you pray also. Sometimes God speaks through his word. He speaks through his spirit. And sometimes he, he deals with your spirit. He will give you direction. And when you learn to obey. Ah. You become the junior brother of Jesus. I receive grace. To build a prayer life. To be a prayerful Christian in the name of Jesus. Pray in Jesus' name.